Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another edition of the Brotherhood of Podcasting podcast. A bit of a somber topic today that we're talking about, but we're going to be talking about the shootings that have happened recently here and seemingly exclusively in the U.S. because we felt that this is something that has to be talked about. There has to be change, has to be awareness. Everybody has an opinion. Everybody has a take on it, but maybe out of the millions of opinions and takes, we might get a handful of good ideas. Yeah. So... I think that's why it's worth mentioning. And I think it's more or less power in numbers at this point. The more people that are talking about it, the more people are bringing awareness to it, maybe that'll incentivize the uh, the government and the Our others. Leaders. Yeah. And I use that, use that term loosely. To kind of reform what's going on in this country. To, to say the least. Because it's been absolutely ridiculous at this point. Um, before we get started... We're going to read off the victims uh, who lost their lives in both the Buffalo shooting as well as the shooting in in Texas. Texas. So the uh, 21 victims of the Uvalde school shooting, if I'm pronouncing that correctly, uh, are as follows. And we're going to read the ages as well. Yeah, we have McKenna Lee Elrod, age 10, Layla Salazar, age 11, Miranda Mathis, age 11, Nevea Bravo, I'm sorry if I pronounced your name wrong, age 10, Jose Manuel Flores Jr., age 10, Xavier Lopez, age 10, Tess Marie Mata, age 10, uh, Rogelio Torres, I believe is his name, age 10, Elena Eli Amya Garcia, age 9, um, Annabelle Guadalupe Rodriguez, age 10, Jackie Cesares, age 9, uh, Uzeria Garcia, there was no na- age there. Um, JC Luvanos, age 10. Uh, Mate Rodriguez, age 10. Jalaya, Nicole Silguero, age 10. Uh, one of the teachers, Irma Garcia, age 48. Eva Morales, age 44. Uh, Emery Joe Garza, age 10. Alexandria Anya Rubio, age 10, um, and Alethea Ramirez, age 10. So on that list, you heard a lot of age 10s and age 9s. It's it's unthinkable. Which, like, that is the most heartbreaking thing, is because all of those kids had so much more life to lead, and it just, it was taken away from them over something so petty and so just absolutely ridiculous. I, I don't know if they've came up with the motivation yet. I, I, I def, I've seen multiple things, and I don't want to mention any of them because not all of them were hearsay from what I've seen. It yeah, was. and I'm not giving, I'm not even going to mention the shooter's name because he doesn't deserve no, it. No, that, that's why we wanted to read the names off cause instead of just chalking these uh, kids up into numbers and statistics. Yeah. Actually, remember that they have a name and that they were people. Yeah. Um, in Buffalo, there was a um, there's a shooting in a grocery uh, grocery store. That one was race related, from what I've heard. Um, and these are the the people that have lost their lives: Roberta A. Drury, age 32; uh, Margus Morrison, age 52; Andre McNeil, age 53; Aaron Salter, age 55; Geraldine Talley, age 62. Celestine Shaney, age 65. Hayward Patterson, age 67. Catherine Macy, 
age 72, Pearl Young, age 77, Ruth Whitfield, age 86, Zaire Goodman, age 20, uh, Jennifer Warrington, age 50, and Christopher Braden, age 55. That's so the and that's now that's on the complete other spectrum of being a little bit older, but in the same age range. And this one was due was racially motivated. Yeah. So the so they say at least. I mean, it's yeah. I, I it's hard to fathom. And I and you know we always say I can only imagine. I don't want to. I, I don't want to imagine what it must be like to have to endure something like that. And we, we don't even want to have to make a podcast about this or even have to read these names off but there's if you know you can't stay silent about it either it's, you know? it's fucking heartbreaking it's heartbreaking just having to even have to record something like this because like we said before the other like these all they're all people man the the, the one in buffalo was because they were the the, the color of their skin it's, it's like come on like what are we doing here it's brutal and i and it's it's something that's unfortunately rather exclusive to the U.S. It's us. It's there, only us. There's no other country in the world that has as many as we do. It's not even close. So it's obviously there's the problem is within the country. Yes. And right? statistically speaking, the problem is within the country. And the first thing you look at with the country is the government and the leaders of the country. And they're not doing what they're supposed to be doing. It's, it's all because of power. It's all because of money. It's it, That's what this country is driven on. And, and it's taking, like, all the freedom. Like, because of this, you have the right to bear arms. That's right. in the Constitution right. or the Bill of Rights, which is the same thing. But, like, with this going on, you have to learn to reform that at some point. You shouldn't be able to buy an AR-15 with no background checks or anything and just be able to go shoot up a school. Right. What I think is absolutely absurd. Absolutely absurd. And I must mention, I will mention this probably a couple times throughout the podcast, I am in no way, shape, or form advocating anti-gun laws, and I am in no way, shape, or form advocating pro-gun laws either. Okay? I am, as most people I think should be, I'm in the middle. All right? I, I see both sides of it. So I'm not advocating for either. However, what I think is absolutely absurd... Okay, is the fact that this is this type of law that involves the 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 shooting of a weapon that can kill is left up to the states. Okay, I think that it's insane that in New Jersey you have to jump through seventeen thousand hoops to buy a weapon, but if you go down south, it's it's for uh, for lack of a few steps. I can pretty much after a few paper uh, a few. Signature the paperwork. I can walk into a Walmart, buy my groceries, and an AR-15 all in one trip. It, I think that that is insane. The, first of all, the selling of assault weapons is, to me, is absurd. What, what do you need an assault rifle for? Okay, fair. fair. I understand, like hunting. I don't know. I, I'm not very well versed in hunting, but no, you no, don't. No, no, no. You, uh, hunting is separate. Hunting rifles. No, yeah. That, well, that's what I'm saying. Why you don't need an AR-15 to go hunting? Right. You also don't need an AR-15 to protect your house. I'm sorry. You can have a pistol. You can have, like, a hunting shotgun, maybe. A bow. A shotgun actually has a... You can't... It's very difficult to miss with a shotgun with some spreads. Yeah. But, I mean, you don't need... Why are we getting AR-15s? 
That's that's like military grade stuff, like military grade, grade weapons, right? Why why are we selling that? Now there are limitations on the magazines, I believe, and I also believe that that is on a state to state basis. I'm not entirely sure on that. You might have to check on it, but. It is different. As I said, you can't do that here in New Jersey or New York. But New Jersey and New York are, I believe, the hardest states to own any weapon in general in. You have to jump through a million different hoops to do that. But if I move down a few states, it is significantly easier for me to get my hands on. That, yeah. that to me, is insane. This should be something that is completely universal throughout the entire... That is one thing that I, that I am... Yeah. I am uh, steadfast on is that they, these particular policies and laws should be universal throughout the entire country. This isn't talking about weed or marijuana yeah, or, or the drinking age, whatever the case. Any any things that are, are are significantly less trivial than the the topic of of owning a weapon that can take a life. How this isn't something that is should be left up. I know that there are federal like there. Are, I know there's federal regulations, but there's still it's it's still on some point comes down to a state to state basis on yeah. what's allowed, what you're allowed to buy and how and the process in which one goes about buying that weapon are all individualized based on a state to state basis. I think that is completely absurd. Yeah. Go back to that chart for me. It's on that third tab. If there is twenty two pages with ten mass shootings on each page. It's over two hundred mass shootings from the start of the year. <laughs> It's that, fucking insane. That is that should not be a thing. And if you scroll up a little bit and you look at the go up, and then there's a map that it shows where most of these shootings are. A lot of it is the East Coast. Well, East East Coast, yeah. So States. it's like, doesn't that tell you something? Like, don't you think that some of those states should kind of reform what they're trying to do again i don't even think it should be the states i think it should just be a u- universal laws on the process that there should be a universal law or policy on how to get a gun where it doesn't matter what state you're in this is the process you should you should have to go through you should have to jump through so many hoops to get a, be, to be able to get a gun background checks just um i guess you're you're uh Police history, just just everything like that should be. Background, um, it all should be taken into account, because, like I said, we've had over two hundred mass shootings already. We're not even halfway through the year. Yeah, we're in, we're in May, and there's over two hundred already. It's it's, and the number is getting bigger each year. Like. Don't don't these leaders and these government officials don't they see something is wrong? No, no, I know a couple of the the senators and stuff were, were speaking out against it, but it's bleeding into like they were doing what they were speaking out like they were speaking out, but yeah. were they doing anything about no, it? No, but I I do think that there are some political parties that are trying to push for it. That okay. that I I, I got to believe but is it's out gotta there. It's got to be for the right reasons. Yes, yeah. but. Like you, you're starting to see a bleed into bigger things. You're starting to see it bleed into sports, into other major it avenues. Shouldn't. It shouldn't have to, yeah. but but at least with their platform, maybe they can get a following behind them. Oh yeah, that, that's it's, what it, I meant. Yeah, it's uh, more that, voices. That's yeah. I know yeah, that I support. Like, I meant politics it, and yeah. sports should never really go hand no, in hand. No, that's that's what I was saying. But this is something that is very important. It was the same thing with the protests about Black Lives Matter. If you make enough noise. Most likely something will happen. 
and we're at a point where we've had over 200 already there's no signs of it slowing down you might as well use every single platform you have to get it out and to make as much noise as you possibly can to try to bring somewhat of awareness to it I, yeah, uh, the, the awareness is there now. I think after the second one, the awareness is there. The problem... the problem, But it, sh- it shouldn't have to come down to the second time. No, of course not. It shouldn't It, shouldn't, it shouldn't have to go past the first time. Yeah, and, and the, the... I'm going to say the problem with that is, like, I know exactly... Like, I don't know. Ex- I don't know. I don't know the exact problem. I don't know the root of it. I don't know. I, I'm the furthest... I'm the last guy you want to talk to, basically about the 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 fundamentals about how I mean about the intricate uh, intricate network on how politics actually works. Fundamentally, I understand it, so I don't know, right? Like a majority of people, but that's not our job to know. Yeah, it's not our job to make that decision. Again, I don't know how it should be reformed. Why this is why it should be reformed. This is the way it should be done. I don't. I just know something should be done. And unfortunately, this is this is again the the how many uh, shootings have we have we had? It's, just it's this over two hundred, right? So over two hundred, and each time one of them happens, the politicians come out and they're they they tell you about how distraught and how much and how how much how uh, they they they're they're going to be an advocate for change, and yet this shit still keeps happening. Dude. So that there there's. They're not taking action, okay? Their words and their behavior are not parallel, okay? They're saying one thing, but they're not doing another. The worst one, and you see it every time, is our thoughts and prayers go out to the families affected. We hope change is coming. Okay, that is acceptable for a sports organization to say. That is acceptable for somebody who is a bystander. That is not acceptable for somebody who is in that state and responsible for the policies and laws that are involved in that state to say that. That is not acceptable that the only thing that you can give us is, oh, our thoughts and prayers are with us. Okay, yes, that is very important. Spiritual, I get it. Do something so you don't ever have to tweet that again. Do something so you never have to tweet that again. You have to do something. Again, I... I, There there is nothing... Not for nothing. What is a tweet saying thoughts and prayers are going to do? As as a political leader, yes. Be, as I said, it if, does if you're like, if you're somebody, if you're a, if you're a civilian or a sports organization, you just want to show your support. Of course, completely fine. But if you're if you're in in some way involved in the 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 politics and the policies of that state, and you're a, you're a political leader in some form where you have a decision to make, you need to say way more than that. Yeah, and especially if you're somebody of power, like somebody who has influence, because because that's that's the truth that. Different people have different influences of power. That's just a fact. Let's be honest. Most uh, most people who are out there, we you can't directly affect the laws and policies. Yes, you can. You can go out and you can protest and you can make signs and you can make tweets. And I'm not saying that that can't can't be effective, but more often than not, it's still going to come down to the people in charge. Yeah. Regardless of how many signs people make, and I just think that's an absolute fact. Is that you have to tr- you, you have no choice but to trust who's in power and you have to trust that they will make the right decision and that they will yeah. make a decision just do like you see that there's a problem what why are we just keep why are we just going about our days like nothing ever happened? an epidemic it's not even at this it, point it's the same problem. but it's the same thing every time you see that there's a mass shooting thoughts and prayers a week later there no it's it fell off the wayside well why we've, we've first of all we've become desensitized to this stuff we should but this is something that 
that it's sad, but it, we it have. is because it happens so often. Can we, like, I, I'm just I don't pay attention to politics. I, I, I refuse. None to of get, us, none of us on this ref- podcast but, do. But I can sit here and say like that there's an issue. I shouldn't have to get an alert on my phone from a news station or Twitter saying that oh thoughts and prayers are with these people of the mass shooting. Every how every every is, other yeah. week, it's ridiculous. And and I just like I said, I don't know. I, I wish I can say that I had a response to this. And I, as I said, I would mention before, I am not advocating anti-gun laws because I do not support that in the least. I do believe it is our right as an American to bear arms. Yes. Now, however, when it comes down to which arms should be bared, that's where the uh, I believe a majority of the discrepancies are taking place. Because I do see the one side of it where what and on God's green earth do you need an AK-47-4 or an AR-15-4. You don't. I do understand that. Now, also on the other hand, I also see for the people who just want to be able to own that gun as a hobby because there are plenty of people in my life personally and people who I watch on YouTube who are very, very responsible gun collectors and yeah. gun owners. Okay, they have very high power, high-powered weapons. They are extremely responsible with it. But not only that... They teach, and because of their platform, they teach, promote, and advocate for assault gun safety. Yeah. Okay. And so I see, I do see both sides. I see where most people who have those weapons have them because they have some, like, people have passions for driving cars. Of course. People have passions for bird watching. People have passions for video, whatever. There's different things. And I'm sure that there's something like, there's something about collecting new guns and old guns and shooting them and cleaning them and putting them together and the mechanics of it. There is something that brings people joy. And yes, if you're doing absolutely. it responsibly and you're doing it in a way that promotes safety, I, I, I can't say that I see a problem with that. That being said, I also feel that the process, as I, I know the process is different in which you can buy a, something that can shoot 15 rounds, whatever, how many yeah. rounds it is a second versus a handgun should be vastly different. Oh, yeah. But my point is, I do, I see both sides on why people would say, what on earth do you need something like that for? And I'm like, yeah. I can see that. Like, why should this be available to the public? But I also see the other side of it where there are plenty of people who are using it responsibly and in a way that promotes the safety of those weapons. So I do see both sides of that coin. So, so how do you feel about open carry then? Because we've watched many videos yes. on open carriage and stuff and like not for nothing we're in a day and age where yes it is your right to to have a gun like some some states have open carry yeah. and you see someone walk down the street with an ar strapped to their chest no i don't i do not it's like I don't, that i don't advocate and, for. and and people are like oh well it's my right to be able to carry this blah blah i'm not doing anything if you have a problem it's really not my problem it's your problem but we're at a point where it's like well we don't know who this person is yeah and i i feel that this is when somebody is carrying that caliber of a weapon i feel this is where discrimination and uh uh, is actually something that should be used are you discriminating against me simply because i'm carrying an assault yes because i if i'm if i'm a police officer and this is just my opinion i would rather take the risk of getting discriminatory charges against me and illegally arresting somebody who had a weapon and and not taking that risk that this person can can, yep. can you imagine if they didn't arrest somebody who had an open carry and there was some some discrepancy in their paperwork yeah. that was overlooked but they didn't want to exactly to, to press that issue because of the laws that were behind it and that person goes and does something give me the charge over having to bury a body 
100%. And so that, I, I get that. So I'll I, take that one on the chin all day. Yeah. Like, like as a cop. like That's a phenomenal way of putting it, it's it, by so, the way. It's so borderline because it is, their, it is their right to open carry an AR like that, but... In my opinion, you shouldn't have to, you shouldn't be carrying an AR. No, no. That that's again. That's where I I because it, is, because again, I can understand if it was like once every two years, maybe you have something, which is still too many. But it's every fucking day. Yeah, it's every day that there's a problem. And if you if th- there's a list of 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 the guns that were used, most of them are fucking assault rifles. Most of them are AR-15s. C- like, come the fuck on, dude. Yeah. S- something has to be done, and the fact that it hasn't been done yet. It's just mind blowing. Like we saw with Black Lives Black Lives Matter, we saw the whole movement. Everybody was involved. People in sports were involved. They were boycotting the anthem because of what the what the country is supposed to do and what they're not doing. It didn't match up. So, uh, we're, so they're again, protesting. We're not advocating for either side on that. No, just no, absolutely reiterating not. Reiterating what was happening. But, like I said, it's doing. They're doing it in sports again, where they're coming into the to their post game press conferences after a playoff win, saying we're not even going to talk about basketball. We're going to talk about the Which bigger thing. I things. think is great. Exactly, I think that's phenomenal. Steve Kerr had a great interview where yeah. he was super passionate. Um, Jimmy uh, Fallon, uh, is it Jimmy or Jimmy Kimmel rather? Uh, Gabe Kapler, look, I'm a Dodgers fan. I hate the Giants to ha- all hell, but their <laughs> manager is boycotting the anthem. Yeah, he, he's not. My team's not going out there because of because of the gun laws and everything that are going on. He's just like, look, we need we need some kind of change in this country. I, I, I I'm going to disagree with that. I don't believe that that's the way to do it. I'm not disagreeing with that something needs to be done to advocate for change, but I don't believe the national anthem is the way to do it. And I want to I want to go on air saying that that I I don't advocate for that. Whatever to, to each his own. But he's not having his team go out for the anthem. I think today he is because it is Memorial yeah. Day. But I, I don't think he's because that, that's what I believe the anthem stands for. That, and that's that's where I still find my faith in this country is through things like the national anthem because the national anthem for me it doesn't represent the government or our laws it represents the the men ideology and women, of, the, 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 of, the, of what the country is supposed to be right and the men and fundamentally the men and women who fought and died so that way i can sit here and record this podcast and so regardless of how corrupt and violent this country has become i will always stand for the anthem because that is what it stands for for me yeah and, and it, the men and women who who fought and died for this country so that way i can literally walk outside my door and not have to worry about a freaking tank rolling down the street yeah. taking out houses so i do believe i i applaud him for trying to make a change but i don't believe that st- um, not standing for the anthem is the form in which to do it that's just my opinion yeah well, it, I, I don't believe he's taking a knee. I just don't think they're going out on the right. field for the anthem. Right. So they could stand in the locker room, whatever, do it that way, but whatever. But, but I'm yeah. just saying, but that's how you that's how you make the but you most out of your platform because if you see one team does it, maybe another team will do it, and then you have all the teams doing it, and then like, oh, okay, now this is a big following that everybody has in sports that we could just push this forward. And that maybe we can incorporate some kind of change and get it to a place to where it needs to be. So here's my question: How does, and this is not rhetorical. Yeah. How does not standing for? How does you know staying in for the national anthem from all of these teams directly correlate to actual change to the people who are in charge? Like how? Why would this? Why would I don't as, know? Why was a? Why was if you're a governor of a state say? Well, now I have to change because none of the because because none of the sports teams aren't standing yeah. for the anthem. That's my, and I'm saying that non-rhetorically as yeah. like, why would that for some reason incite them and give them incentivize them to be like, well, if they're not, you know, because, that doesn't affect them directly. because it'll probably make 
more people more outspoken about it, talking about it more, yeah. and maybe making a, a bigger yeah, deal I, I can, I can see up that. to that point. Because just, up to this point, again, it's just, oh, there's another mass shooting down the street. Yeah, it's just is, like, come on. Um, to, to real quick, to circle back just quickly, open carry. I do not support open carry for assault rifles, but I do 100% support open carry for handguns. Oh, yeah. I do feel that if, if you have a handgun, you should be able to open carry. Uh, obviously, if you're if it's a it, registered, responsible adult, you should be able to open carry. You shouldn't be walking around the street with a desert eagle. I'm no, sorry. I, but I 100%, like for a small handgun in, 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 a, in a holster or maybe in a purse yeah. if you're a woman, I 100% advocate for that because if... If I do feel that if more people had handguns, right, small weapons, that a lot of things like this wouldn't happen, and they, and people would think twice because when you if you have a mass shooter, he's going to do significantly less damage with a handgun than they would with an assault rifle. Yeah. Right. So first and foremost, if like, well, then they can get their hands on a they can get their hands on a on a handgun. But if uh even just twenty percent of the population. More twenty percent more of the population, responsible adults had a handgun, who could could take this guy out yeah. before the police even show up. And I know there's a lot of people who've been advocating to arming the teachers, and I am not complete with with not with ARs, but arming them. As sad as it has come down to this, arming them with handguns, I am not completely against that. I think if you are, if obviously if the teacher passes all the necessary criteria in the background check, I yeah. I, I feel that I mean. Can you imagine if just... But it shouldn't... Hand, I know, it shouldn't it come shouldn't down to that. Come but it shouldn't come down to having to arm the fucking no. teachers. But you it, should... If you are a kid, you should be able to go to school and have fun with your friends and fucking learn some kind of life lessons where you're not afraid for your fucking life every day. I, I'm so glad that I'm not going to school. I'll be honest. It's I, fucking I, I, crazy. Like, like, these kids, like... They just want to go to school and have fun. And being just terrified on what's going to happen it's just, next. It's fucking so sad that it, it, the shit is not going away it's just like come on dude since what was the, the big one sandy hook right yeah that one that one hurt me bad that, Th that, that was like the big one yeah i mean not they, i'm not they all did but yeah for, like it was just, just but there's I so guess, many how, of how, them yeah, it's just like that's what i'm saying but half of them you don't even hear about yeah but that's why i feel like i don't know like i'm not completely against the arming the teachers because if imagine if you did have a teacher who is you know even just half of the teachers who are trained to operate a handgun who because if you're if you're there i would think a majority of the shooters when they they they're going to commit this these atrocities is they know that they're not going to get taken out for a while they know yeah. that i'm not going to run into you know when that guy went into a grocery store he's not suspecting somebody to fire the thing is they're exactly. shooting at people who they are who are not going to fire back yeah and I would think that they would think twice if you're going into some, if you're going into, you know, if they're going into a school where now they know, okay, half of these people are armed. I am not going to be able to do nearly as much, you know, damage as, yeah. as that, as that, you know, person wants them to do. So that's why I'm not entirely against that. An idea that I had actually thought of before hearing this a couple of years ago, and I've, and I've heard it from multiple people was hiring armed veterans to serve at schools. I love that idea for two reasons. One, yeah. it gives it gives it creates a whole new job market, okay? And it gives veterans it gives people returning from home, it gives them it gives them uh, returning from overseas or wherever it is, it gives them it gives them a job opportunity to actually protect this country and do some good. Now, obviously I know that there have actually been some shootings with ex people who were in the ex-military as well. So obviously, granted a full 
background check, psycho, a That's psychological a test yeah. beyond belief. You know, I'm not just talking about, uh, um, I should say, not just people who are just coming back, maybe seasoned um, vets who've been in the service for, who have had, so maybe some of the criteria can be who had X uh, X amount of years in the service. So it's not, it's not, I think actually that that's better. I should have or mentioned like, that. So it's like not a just, high ranking official. Right, a high ranking official. So it, it wasn't just, or, or retired vets even. Yeah. So it's not just, that's a good idea. That, that's, I, I should have mentioned, not just people who are just coming out of, of the military, because I know that that, yeah, that, that could definitely pose a big problem. So so people who have, have just like, you know, when you're going for president of the government, you have to have X amount of years under your belt, you know, in, yeah. in that service and, and obviously a, a immaculate record. But I, I really like that idea. Like, like every school has a janitor. Yeah. You can have every school can have some sort of armed security, a handful of arm, the, obviously depending on the school size that can can defend it would create job and can yeah. be it can be a government job so you can get they can get benefits and they can get paid for doing it i, like I it. personally I, I, love I, that I for me is i think is a phenomenal to, to I try can't, out i can't disagree with it you you again because he if if anyone if they went because when they do it again whoever it is unfortunately like at this point you can't suspect somebody not to do it again yeah but if if and when they do it again, and you have a handful of of armed retired veterans there, he, they're going to be able to take that guy out, fi- you know, five times as quickly before the police yeah. even arrive in the first. Even place. get called. Yeah, and and, <laughs> and not only that, but what this will do is will deter at least a, 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 a decent amount of people who are thinking of doing this in the first place because they know okay maybe I can get in through the front door, but. You know, there's five other guards because yeah. I, I don't I, I don't want to know the motivation of, of some of these suitors. But as I said, I know one of them is that they know that they're not going to shoot back and they're definitely going to think twice knowing that I'm not going to be able to do any damage, nearly as much damage yeah. if there are retired arm, army vets there who can take me out five times as quickly than the police can even arrive. I, I, I For me, I that would be a great thing for change to at least try that out and see where that goes. It would create jobs it, it's gotta, and, and security. Again, How much more safer would you feel as a parent knowing that there are now five armed guards right? Uh, you know, at your son's or daughter's it, school? It's almost like a... Um, it would take... A, I'm not saying it would ease everything, but I think there would be just... A, it would take just a little bit of that worry off knowing that. It's almost like the um, the officer on the, on the plane. Yes. I forgot what it's called. Air marshal. Yeah, that's it. Yes. It's just like... Okay, well, I know somebody on this plane knows what they're doing yes. and can act proportionally in times of crisis. Yes. You've said it perfectly. They're just it's not that it would prevent anything bad from happening, but if it does, there it is puts, a professional here who has the best possible chance of making choices that can lead to the best possible outcome given yeah. this situation. It, but again, it it shouldn't have to come to that, but we're at the I, point. I heard that again. I've, I, during, I believe it was during the Sandy Hook shooting. I just kept thinking to myself, "Why don't they have you know yeah. veterans this?" And then I have actually read a, uh, a few comments on some of the articles on a, a couple videos, you know, advocating for this and in depth detail of the plan on how just it would actually you gotta work. Do something. It doesn't even need, just have somebody that's trained in in the arts of doing that stuff. And just get them in there. Just do something. One person. It, they it, po- it instills some kind of fear into somebody that may yes. not. It, it, it instills fear into the shooter. Yeah. Because they know. Again, as I said, I am. But I a lot of but there. a lot of them are just like, well, I'm just gonna do it. And I'm gonna wind up dying anyway. Yeah. 
but they want to take as many people out. I, I would. I think the one said he wanted to try to take as many people out as possible. The one, the, the this one with the with the school. He shot his grandma before he did it. Oh yeah, I I, I read I'm that. I'm like, dude, th- there has to be something mentally wrong with this dude. Which is going to be my second point I wanted to bring up. But it's just like, come on. Again, I, I just I feel like that would be. I think that is a practical solution to this right now. Where instead of okay. Instead of just trying to take all the guns away from the bad people, which will never happen, you will no. never get the guns away from criminals, all the criminals and all the the, the psychologically um, compromised people, it just won't happen. Okay, so if we can't do that, I feel like our next best step is to then protect the people. And I think that's a, a great way of doing it. I don't know the entire logistic plan of how that would go about, but that being said, as I said, I think it would be ex-retired military who have served X amount of years in the military and have a credible service record behind them, who have credible experience behind them. You hire you hire those men who are looking for a job to protect you the school. You got to do something, right? So, Wouldn't you feel if you were you know if you were sending your son or daughter to school knowing that uh, they're sending a and I think if, if that, I'm a parent right now, I'm terrified to send my my yeah, kids to school. Yeah, oh yeah, homeschooling is definitely a liable option. But I think that. When you do hire these people, I don't. I don't think anybody would. Obviously, the taxes would go up because this the the brunt of that would fall on the tax. I don't think anybody would complain saying, "Listen, your taxes are going to go up, but it's going to your child's it's, safety. It's at going school. to your child's safety." I think that would be one tax people wouldn't necessarily. Mind. I'm sure there'd be people who would fight against that, but I, I don't. Again, I, I just I feel like that would be a very practical solution to. It, it's one of happening. many solutions that can happen. Yeah. Do you have any other ones? That's just one. I, I honestly haven't really even thought about it to be honest. Like ar- arming the. It's teacher. not our. Jo- but it's not. It's not our job to. It's not our job. We shouldn't to, have know, to. Should, yeah. You know. It's 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 our leader's ultimately but, decision. Like the, like the one the, the arming the teachers. I'm neither here nor there. I mean. They, 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 would, they would have to get training that for it and everything one, like I, that. Yeah, that's, I said, I just, so, I, I've heard people had mentioned that. If somebody can come that, up with that's the That's log- the biggest one that I've heard. If somebody can come up with a logistical, like actually map out the logistics and say exactly how it would work instead of just giving the blanket statement, arm the teachers, but actually mapping out a plan and ha- and the plan was sound, I, I wouldn't be then completely fine. against it. Right, but that's all I've heard. So I just need, you know, we need more of a plan of it. Yeah. But I, I, a better option, I think our number one option would be hiring ex-retired, credible military to It doesn't need to be schools. military. Just have somebody somebody that has, that yeah, meets anybody. the qualifications of being able to handle a firearm and to be able to do the job at a high level. Right. Because, like we said, it's a, it's a goddamn school filled with kids. You can't. Kids of 9, 10, 11, what are they going to do? They... When we did the lockdown drills in elementary school, they locked us in the fucking room and they hide us. They had us hide, like against the door, kind of like on the wall, with like a yeah, like, so that way parallel yeah. to the door. So if they were looking, they would say, "Oh, there's nobody in this yeah. room," which not for nothing. They know that, yeah, yeah. But I think it's also so if they shoot through the door, they can't, you know, because there's usually windows in the doors, right? Yeah. Well, so that yeah. way they can't break the glass, and then I'm assuming I've only done actually. But again, a couple you can, of my like you can you can you can shoot through the glass. It's glass. It's gonna break. The break through the door. Yeah. I I I, I don't even want to. And go then that and scenario. then what? And then I don't I don't want to go through that scenario. Yeah. No. I don't, I, I don't just, want to. But I, as I said, if you have somebody there, even just two, just two guys there who can. You no, nobody even needs to know what they do there. <laughs> yeah, they can put them undercover. Air marshals are undercover most yes, of the time, aren't no, they? No, I can walk on a plane 
and look through every goddamn seat, and I would not be able to tell you which one it which is. Which one's the air marshal? Right. Yeah, that's that's like that's a good you know. And just put them undercover somewhere. Put them undercovers, just so that way they you know that's what they know that that's what they're hired for, and that's what they you know. I I I love. I, it's I think it's a just a, it, that's just one solution of many. It's just. There's endless things that you can do to help the situation, but none of those are coming to fruition anytime soon yeah. from what we've heard. I just feel like if you can't, you and you can't, take the guns away from the bad people, then you protect the one, you protect them from the from those yeah. people by doing it, this. It's just so, it's but so the, ass backwards. It is, you know, and so I, I think that that's Because a, the good people with the guns are being punished if you take them away. Because yeah, of what the people, the bad people you know, did. people. Yeah, exactly, and that's what I'm saying. It's ruining it for everyone who, as I said, who are responsible gun owners. So as I said, I, I am a supporter of, of the Second Amendment, I guess you can say. But also at the same time, I'm also not against gun reform either. I'm in that, you know, I'm in that that middle ground. I do believe that you should be able to bear arms and you protect yourself. But also at the same time, I do believe that the process in which that limited. goes about should yeah ha- should be. Con- should be controlled in, yeah. s- in in some way that's different to what's being done and, and, right and, now. And the leaders and the higher officials, they, they don't want to s- say that it's their fault because nobody likes to hear that it's my fault. It's because not, it's, it's, not necessi- it's not it's not their fault that it happened. But it's I the laws and rules that, they, that, that they it put keeps in. happening. Yeah, but they want to deflect the blame to things that are completely irrelevant like, like video games and, and other things within the, the household. It's just like can you look in the mirror and see, like, you need to reform this now. But it's the, not video... Video games do not make people violent. I'm who sorry. has said that? Do you have Dude, anyone who I, has said that? I don't have in any... In particular? I don't have any... Because I, I know that people have said it, and I'm not saying... I'm just curious if you I, have said I don't have anybody that. of name on the record, but, dude, people say this shit all the time. I'm like... Playing GTA does not do anything. It's It's a bunch of ones and zeros. Yeah. It's all it is. There's something so much more deeper than that. Than but again, it takes one person to say, oh, I learned this in GTA, and they go out and do it, and they ruin it for everybody else, and then everybody else grasps on the one, that one concept, and it ruins it for everybody else. It's the same thing with the guns. Yeah. Uh, where the good people that are doing it right, doing it responsibly, yeah, are getting attacked. Which is what's also I want. That, that's a good point. I'm bringing that up. It's is just, that it, you're ruining it for everybody else. It creates the I hate this. This the, that anyone that it's who's mob so, mentality. Yes, if yeah, it's if all you, it is. If you own an assault, if you if you own an assault rifle and you support owning assault rifles, that means that you're a that that you support that you somehow don't care about the school shootings and you're awful and how could you? I that I absolutely hate that. I am not a, I am not a gun owner. Nick is not a gun owner. No. None of us on this podcast are gun owners. But I can only imagine how they must feel knowing that. I'm a responsible. I'm a responsible gun owner. I, I bought my gun. I went through all of the process that I need that I needed to. I'm responsible. I promote safety, and now I'm getting uh, attacked and criticized brutally by all this this misdirected anger. And that's the thing is that the the society wants they they're angry and they're frustrated as they should be, and then they're they're this anger it wants to go somewhere and it's misdirected at the people who are responsibly owning it and they're attacking them yeah. because they have to release that. But anger when it comes somehow. to that mob mentality, they don't care because the second that that they see that you have a difference in opinion, they go you're, right out. You're fucked. You you are screwed. You're in the wrong automatically. And it's and that's what's sad. So for all of the responsible, uh, safe 
promoting gun owners out there i i honestly feel for you because i, I see it like people are, are they're, ju they're just getting torn to pieces how could you yeah, our sons for no know, reason and of, and of course of course they don't want this happening they said they're they're they're, they're on your side they agree with you right they, i'm sure that people have different uh opinion. ultimately though whether you're anti-gun or pro-gun you got we we all share the same belief is that we want this to stop happening yes every as as humanity what we share is that we want this yeah. to stop happening and just the way that 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 happens is where it differs but they're just getting it should people are getting attacked uh, you know whether people or if you're you know supporter of the nra not supporter of the nra how could you that they're just ascribing all of these intentions yeah. to these people who are responsible in safety where they're just getting just attacked Told for, you. for things and I, that that and, i do an not opinion agree with. is a powerful tool that people like to use because a lot of people people don't like to be wrong myself included yeah. the, the second that you hear something saying that you're wrong or whatever you think you're being attacked you're backed into a corner and you need to fight back yeah and you're gonna and it's just gonna that's always a good it's always a never-ending cycle of shit yep <laughs> exactly it's, it's what it never is. ending if you're a, if you're a gun owner and you get you get uh your character attacked and you get you get unfairly yep. criticized the only thing that's going to do is going to make you hold on to your beliefs even further and then if you're a not a, if you're if you're uh against gun uh if you're against yeah. people who are bearing arms and somebody comes at you and unfairly criticizes you and attacks your character and comes at you aggressively yep. you're just going to hold on even tighter too it doesn't cre it doesn't create the the open the the platform that you need for an open conversation of where we can meet in the middle and what needs to get done but this has been since the beginning of freaking time not just on gun issues on everything on who's left who's right who's radical who's not yeah and never can can come again in the middle but it, it, it's the, the because power no, no nobody people like to admit that there's a problem but nobody likes to fix the fucking problem and the, and that was the, the and but that's the people that's who are becoming, responsible for it, that's becoming it. more of an issue now over the past say decade where people with social media they have more of a, a following of a and, voice, and more yeah. of a voice and more of a platform to, to be able to spread that word but unfortunately, they can't do anything about it. There is it. nothing being done. The people that are saying the thoughts and prayers and we need change aren't doing anything to change it. Yeah. So can we can we do fucking anything I, to push this fucking forward? I don't know. I, because I, I, I shouldn't have to go on the internet and read off 21 people's names, 19 of which are, are 10 and under. It's brutal. I, I shouldn't have to read their names. But I shouldn't. It's just it's. And it's a world it's that sad. it's a country that we're living in. It's not even a world. It's a country that we're living in. It's just like come the fuck on already. Wake up! Like it's it's so frustrating. Yeah, that that this has become a norm because it's fucking sad. And it's getting worse. And the fact is that neither of us have kids yet. And if it keeps getting fucking worse, I'm homeschooling. Then then that's going to deprive yeah. the kids of. No, oh, no, 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 not, make, not yeah, depriving I, them, but it it it, it, that, it takes the away experience, and exactly. you have to be able to so that way they can it socially grow. Exactly, I'll, I'll, we'll, I'll that, that's a different, but, but it does take yeah. away from that opportunity for those that kids. experience, of course. And so that my my second point that I wanted to bring up here, and this was something that I I, I isn't isn't talked about nearly as much as it should be, and this is a, a topic that is near and dear to my heart, and that's mental health. Is I feel that there is. As much as as uh, a focus as there needs to be on the trigger, on the tangible trigger that's being pulled, there is not enough focus on the person that's pulling the trigger and why that they're doing it. You, these people need to be fucking just okay. Checked. That there, that there, there is, there is 
this is a fact. There is a mental health crisis in the world, let alone just America. Okay, yeah. I think that there needs there there needs to be more of a focus on the why this person on this on the psychological motivations onto why this person is pulling the trigger, just as much as there is as a focus on the actual trigger of the gun Itself. being yep. pulled. And that is something that most people, because you always, right when they talk about it, they talk about why did he have that gun, what time of gun it was, what type of ammo, when he shot. But we're not talking about anything You're that involves his, his past psychologically. Why he did what he did. Was there something that was going on that was, that maybe uh, uh, he, he didn't, that he had mental problems that weren't addressed. So it's not just that somebody gave him a gun that he shouldn't get. It could have also have been that there were mental problems that needed to be addressed early in his life that weren't as well. People need to understand that a gun is an inanimate object. Yeah. It does not move. It does not have feelings. It does not have anything. No, you... Unless somebody gives life to it. Right. And the person who is giving life to a deadly object like that needs to be checked. Yeah, I, I guess what I'm saying, I, I just, I feel like there's, there's not, a, there, there needs to be... Pe people, people want to say, blame the guns and everything. No, dude... Blame the fucking people with the gun. The person pulling it. I, f I feel like it should be both. You're not it just needs focusing to be on both. the gun, but you have to focus on why the person itself was was pulling the, was pulling the trigger. What was that person's history? What was going on? Were there were there were there psychological issues that were unaddressed that led up to this person doing that? And there there just as is again with with mental health, there's still not as much as as there is awareness of it now. There, there is still a gigantic stigma attached to it. Unfortunately, it's still there, and it needs it's it not, needs to be addressed. It's not you need going to away. You need it's, to normalize therapy. You need to normalize mental health just as much. It as has you need. gotten worse. It's gotten worse, especially with COVID. It's gotten worse. And it's sad because, it, there, as I said, there's still there. there there's still plenty of people who don't have access to that to the proper the mental health that they need and going to and, you know going to therapy and suing that and I, therapy should be as normal as going for your check you know should be not even a check as a check it should be covered year. in your no, benefits going to for for most I think for for depending on your plan it, it's it you still have to pay a copay like you normally of course would. but so but it, it should be more easily accessible to to the general public to go to go to therapy, to have access to it, and I don't feel it's up. I think it's up way, way more convenient than it was years ago, and yeah. there's way more of a normalization than it was years ago, and that's great, but it's still but has such a long way to go, and it, it, it needs, I think it almost needs to be, I don't want to say mandatory, but I, as I said, I think it should it should be as 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 normal as as going, you know, as, as even as, as as bathing should be as normal, just, it just be, could, could be, Intensely normalized. It's getting heightened. Going to, to, to because it's more prevalent now. Yeah, it, th there's more information about it now, which is great, and you can learn yes so you, much by yourself. But that you you, it's it's there's still you know there are the commercials because oh there has I've never seen as many commercials telling people to get their mental health checked as I yeah. have in the past few years. Obviously, COVID being one of those reasons. That being said, though, there's there's still not enough importance on it because it's easy to say, okay, you know, if you're if you're if you're struggling and you have a cold, if you have COVID, you're gonna go right to the doctors, right? You're gonna yeah. go for the most part. You're gonna go quick, you know, or you're gonna you're gonna try to take care of it by yourself or whatever it is. You're you're going to address the issue quickly when there's something physically wrong, but when there's something mentally wrong, 
people will you can put that off they you push can it put away. that off for weeks you can put that off for months you can put that off for years and that's the problem is yeah. because you can you is because you can you can push it off and i've said this this uh, metaphor before on uh, on air when we were recording is that most people don't fix the roof until it's leaking okay if you understand what I mean by saying that most people don't fix their mental health problems until there is an actual problem to be fixed, that there is yeah. no there is no maintenance. Even if everything is going well, you should still be on top of your mental health in some way, whether it's be talking to a friend, mental health check-ins, going to your therapist, reading a book, just something that you need to be doing to keep that in check and if you're having a problem. And you should also, if you know somebody who is struggling with a mental health disorder of any kind, be checking in on that person yeah. as well. Both schools as well. If you have a... If you, when you sign up for a school and you see has a kid has any some sort of mental health disorder whatsoever, just I, I'm again I don't know I'm sure that there are plenty of schools who do do that and check in on it, but I think it needs to be doubled down now more than ever. Yeah, you check have, on the on the person. young too. Don't 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 keep waiting. It's just. It it's a lot of them worse. develop a, a lot of things develop obviously because when you're a kid when you're a sponge you're, you're soaking up everything right and so I just I, I feel that there needs to be more of a, a portion on that and I I try to I, I, I try to push that more and more I would like to consider myself as a mental health advocate because I myself struggle with uh, general anxiety disorder and obsessive compulsive disorder that I've had for the past 10 years of my life so I know about anxiety I know about the thoughts I know about the loneliness I know about when you're feeling isolation and I know how important it is to have some to talk to and have how important it is to have resources in which you can draw from in order to help you with that and when I see other people struggling with it as well that's why I, I, I that I've chosen that topic to try and talk about but I feel it's it needs to be talked about more and more and it needs to be pushed on people more and more as I said I it can't create mandatory mental health checks but yeah. I just feel there needs to be more of an emphasis about why these people are doing what they're doing yeah. rather than just to try and suck up every single gun that it, that is in America and just make it completely safe because that will never happen. Yeah, no, it's not going to happen. And I, I, that's what it needs. That, you know, that's the, I feel that that needs to be, you know, addressed as well. I don't know how you feel about that, but I, I feel like that's uh, what I'm it is. all for it. And and because again, you've said like, it's it's just it's growing and it's growing at an alarming rate that something needs to be done. It, it's taking way too long. To, f to fix this problem. That being said, I do feel it. I don't. I don't have a timeline on it, but I have enough faith in humanity that it will happen. And I, that's. Uh, but that, it's but that's the thing. Say, but that's. But I, I have enough faith but, in humanity that it. It's, but that's the thing. But that's the thing. When is that going to happen? That I can't say. I just. I, but I, that. That's what I'm trying I'm not to make. Cynical it shouldn't. To it shouldn't be taking this fucking long. The, the, can, as I said, it. Who who do you feel is is most responsible for this for the for it, change it, it's got to be the the, the the government and the, and the senators and the leaders that that are supposed to protect the country that they're doing the exact opposite we also had another fucking civil war yeah. for fuck's sake over the president which is crazy but the, the, but the thing is i've never seen the country so divided in my life when that shit was going on oh, but now you do realize it's we have now divided us even further. First, first it was it was 
you're either pro Trump or you're you're against Trump. Yeah. There was no in the middle. There was no. Uh, there was no. Oh, you 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 grist for me. And I'll say and I say this all the time. There was there was tons. Okay. There was there was plenty of things that Trump did that I support that I agree with and I think he did a phenomenal job. There were also a lot of things that he did that I didn't agree with. But that doesn't mean that because I supported Trump in this area and I didn't support him in this area that makes me a pro a pro Trump or that makes me anti-Trump. People are so quick to attach these labels onto yep. people based off of one or two sentences that you make or one or two beliefs and they divide it even further. Then came are you anti-vaccine or no vaccine? Mask or no mask? Yeah. And now we're going to be anti are you gone are you are you pro gun are you anti gun that there's there's no room for in the middle it is it is bullshit it is a fallacy it is a false dichotomy they are saying that there is you were either black or you're white you were either here or you're there that is absolute complete that's bullshit not, there's a million different works. ways right there's a million different <laughs> ways you can be in the middle like both exactly I like to think that we're both in the middle but, uh, but it, it starts be. at the top it starts at the people that are making the laws that are regulating the laws that's where it starts and that's where it should end because that's all we're doing. We're following the rules in this country. Yep. That's what everybody has to do in order to live here. And yeah. if you don't, then... You go it, to jail, yeah. you get in trouble, we, we get it. But it's just... But it should not be taking this fucking long. I don't know. As I said, I, I those are the, the solutions that I felt that, you know, that needed to be talked about, needed to be talked about. And I just, I, I can, as everybody else, can only hope that this can actually, that this can will actually lead to some action as far as what's going on and not just we're just going to make it harder for people to get guns like that's not going to necessarily that's not going to I don't think that's necessarily not going to solve anything but that's all people just make it harder for people the problem is so much more complex you, you have to come up with more than the, yeah, one more solution. than one solution and apply mo that, multiple great solutions point. apply that's a great point Nick a apply those multiple solutions at the same time okay we can also do it this way yes we can make it harder but what else can we do simultaneously that we that can also help that get works this with it yeah. right it's just I don't know as a parent like I'm not a parent like I said we're not parents yet but bringing a kid into this world where it, mental health at an all time high this shit going on with the, with the shootings is at an all time high it's so scary and, and maybe it puts the, the, the thought in your mind where I don't want to bring a kid into this world I can definitely see that, but where, what's interesting is because of that, it would, for me at least, I would want to have a kid even more because what if the kid that you bring into the world is the one person that makes that difference? You yeah. know, uh, you know, uh, you know, uh, uh, you a perfect example. You can say like, yeah. you can some of the some of the uh, the greatest people that just happened to come into my mind because I've been watching boxing lately. You have like uh, uh, Muhammad Ali. You have Sugar Ray Leonard. Um, or Martin Luther King Jr. Uh, you know yeah. all these these super strong figures who advocated for change uh, who advocated for change that were you know can you imagine if if their parents were like you know what because the the world was had its problems oh, yeah. problems back then could they say you know what you know during the Great Depression you could say you know what I don't want to bring a kid in, a kid into this world and what if that was that yeah. one kid that could have made a difference so I, I'm also looking at it like that so if you happen if you are a parent looking at making that making that decision. I think that that's something you should definitely keep in mind is that, well, what if your kid is the one that makes the difference? Yeah. You know, I, I guess maybe they, they, maybe they don't think about that. Maybe they, they think it's just something that I can definitely see both sides. Yeah. Of it, maybe they think that the odds of mental illness or a mass shooting is more probable than them being super influential. I don't know. Like I said, I'm just playing devil's advocate on that one, but it's, it's a scary thought to have now. Cause again, 
having a kid now should be a great thing to do. Like, yeah. you, you're, you're growing your family, but now it's overshadowed by your kid not even being able to go to school. It's, it's, it's this isn't anything new, unfortunately. And again, I, I, I pray that this is the last time we have to talk about this. Do you think that that's realistic? But at this rate, I don't think so. I don't see it happening. I really don't. And I do, as I said, that that there's only so much you can do as an, you know, as the as a typical American citizen. There, obviously, as I said, there's plenty of people who have more influence than others. Yeah. Uh, And so it's like realistically, I can't think like, okay, well, I posted a tweet, or you know, yes, it's important to Uh, voice yourself. I'm sorry, like one tweet. uh, I get. I get the power behind a tweet. I understand it, but there's got to be fucking action behind it. Yeah, uh, and, and and that's why it's like when it's like okay, the, the the politician. That's great. You you got up on stage and you said I'm I'm just I'm completely taken. Okay, y- yes, you you you've 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 said your condolences, but tell us now what you are going to or planning on doing about it, or that you are actually yeah. planning on doing something. I feel like that 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 needs to be said more. And like I said, there are people that are speaking out about it. Yes, which is as I said, I think it's great they have their platform to to but, voice that. But it, we're we're relying on faith in the government and the higher officials to fix it. But there's been nothing I'm, I'm evident not, yeah. to show that they are doing anything to fucking help it. Because if there's any shred of evidence, the number would be going down. And it's doing the exact opposite. Right. It's going there's up. Nothing, there's nothing that's actually. So why changing. why why should we have faith in the government and and Absolutely. the leaders to to run this country if they can't even they can't it's more even div- it's more they can't even, they can't even attempt to fix it. They're not even trying to fix well, it. Well, we can't we can't, we can't say that because we don't know what's going on behind the scenes per se. I, I don't give a fuck what's I mean, going on behind the that's scenes. The only thing, Whatever's I, I going know. on behind the scenes is not fucking working. working. I, I, I'm, again, that number I, should not I, be I, but going I can't, up. Like I can't that. sit here and say that they're not doing anything. I can't for the life of me saying that they're just seeing this and then sleeping soundly and there's not a there's not people. I'm working sure. On I'm, it. Like I can't for the life the, of me. I saying am that. sure that there's some kind of leaders and representatives that, that are pushing for but it. But it's not but enough. Th- but they are being yes. outnumbered by the other side or whatever, by the other officials that are not allowing this shit to get fixed. And that is the scariest thing about this country is that nothing is getting fixed. Nope, nothing is getting changed. And, and you don't just, hear about it. It's you, still- you hear about when the event happened and then a week later, it's like a fart in the wind. It, it doesn't stay. It just goes away. And then people forget about it until the next time we make a big stink about it. Yep. And then, again, I, I don't want to have to talk about kids getting shot at, at no, school. It, it's, 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 it's absolutely just fucking mind-blowing that this shit is not fixed yet. Said, or at least on the right track of getting fixed. fixed. It's there's not. an inkling of what's happening. And as I said, there's just... Yes, they are giving us the 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 what they believe is a security of saying we're here, we're going to do something, but they're not actually giving the plan as far as what's going to be done, how it's going to be done, who they're listening to as well, and saying, like, hey, we're, we this this is what we're... This, there's none of that, that 
that back and forth and that dialogue that there's just more of just people of the leaders going up there giving speeches there's not a, there's not enough because dialogue between what between the people who can actually do something about it and the advocates in which those people are standing for because there's no dialogue going because back because the and government forth. is just it's all money and it's all power that that's what they don't talk to the fucking people but they don't i i i try as best as i can to stay away from um cynicism and being a cynic but one of the things that i struggle the most with is is how could i not be cynical when it comes to the government how could you not be cynical when it comes exactly. to the government and 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 their their lack of uh, uh uh attention their lack of focus their lack of uh action because it, you can it, judge it by what's going on. You yeah. can say all of this stuff and make it all sound great, but you can judge it by what's just like with a sports team. You can say, this is the person we have this position. They've, they've done this. This person is phenomenal. At, 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 at This person's a great running back. This person's a great point guard, whatever it is. And you can say all these phenomenal things about your team, but you judge, you'll judge a team based on how it does and yeah. how it's playing. And you can, you can judge the leaders based on what's going on in the country. You're only as good as what your record tells you. Yeah, as and what, the government's what's record. What's actually going on. And the they're owing, owing um, a it's thousand. Just, it's just not good. It's, so why would people have faith in that? When when nothing's actually happening, as I said, I, I don't want to be completely cynical because I said I'm sure that obviously the the government and politics is the reason that we even have the civilized. We do, we do. We are very very lucky to live in this country of the United States of America, and the privileges that we have are freaking beyond belief. And so yes. I, I have failed. I I, I I I need to mention that that I haven't, and I'm I I completely acknowledge that. But as far as these other things that are going on, they, that there's just, as I said, it's a super sharp double-edged sword as far as what's going on. And they're just, there's it's, not it's, enough. It's the behind the scenes. Being taken. It's the behind closed doors conversations that we don't, we never even get to hear about. Which so, they sh- uh, you should commu- you know, c- communicate that to the c- communicate that to the people. Help that to be more known. Help to get more of that awareness. Hey, we're hey we're in talks with hey we're you know something. But yeah. Unfortunately, that uh, at least from what I've seen, uh, but like uh, like I this is the last thing I'm going to say about this is like yeah. we're, we're thinking about going to help the Ukraine and everything right, and I'm all for it because I th- no, they need they need help and everything. We yeah, but if, but, if but we but step not, in, but yeah, if we step in, it's bad. Gonna, yeah. It's not about the war. It's it's about the U.S. Why don't we try to fix our own fucking problems first before we fix anybody else's? Yeah, people have always said that and, too. And, and as shitty as that sounds, I'm not trying to make that but t- sound I, 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 bad. I can't I can't necessarily disagree because we have stuff like this going on. You, you can't even protect <laughs> our kids from fucking going to school. I, I, I can't I can't completely disagree with you because we have stuff like this going on and there's let's fix ourselves before we before we try to fix any other country doing it simultaneously i guess i i, I don't know because i feel for both uh, you know so i, I and that's and that's not from. to say that ukraine doesn't need our help because i, I, th- I that that pr- shit that's another thing that's completely heartbreaking yeah what i what i think is so admirable i think it's uh, incredible the amount of people that have stepped up yeah. to defend their country who are not trained in 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 weaponry who are in the army like citizens stepping up to defend their own country i i i think it's it's one of the most admirable things that you can do as a country and and i would never want it to come down to that but i just i can't help but be inspired by the spirit of uh, but like that that brought them together do you think that happens in the u.s if that were to happen we'd never get from i'm just saying if if it ever got to that point 
I, I, yes, I have faith in in the in the uh, the people of this country. Okay. I have one hundred percent faith in the people of this country that they would be able to defend it. Okay. All right. Well, we're gonna end it there. I mean, we we spoke for an hour on a topic that shouldn't even be in the realm but needs of a podcast. But, but it needs to be. be it absolutely needs to be. But um, you can catch us. Yeah, I'm just I'm just gonna link all the uh, all the. Uh, platforms that you can find us in and then that's going to be it i'm not going to plug myself or anything so uh uh brotherhood of podcasting on all major podcast platforms soundcloud itunes spotify google podcast stitcher iHeartRadio, facebook instagram twitter all that brotherhood podcasting share it please like this is a super important episode that i, I would think that you would want to share so um yeah thank you guys for listening we hope this shit doesn't happen again and uh yeah two peace <laughs>